today's story is called Hello, Hello, Stone Soup. Today's story is called Stone Soup by J, uh, John J. Moose. Three monks, Hawk, Locke, and Sue, traveled along a mountain road. They talked about cat whiskers, the color of the sun, and giving. What makes one happy, Sue? asked Hawk, the youngest monk. Old Sue, who was the wisest, said, let's find out. The sound of a bell brought their gaze to the rooftops of a village below. They could not see from so high above that the village had been through many hard times. Famine, floods, and war had made the villagers weary and untrusting of strangers. They had even been, become suspicious of their neighbors. The villagers worked hard, but only for themselves. There was a farmer, a tea merchant, a scholar, a seamstress. I like you. You're, you're sewing right now, Harper. That's what a seamstress does. A doctor, a carpenter, and many others. This guy is looks like he's got a lot of vegetables and he's hiding it in a cupboard. Uh oh! I don't Uh-oh. know. Oh, this is the doctor. This one's Uh-oh. a car- carpenter. Uh oh! What's a carpenter? Someone who builds things out of wood. No. Uh oh! Spilled a I'm lot of vegetables. The this guy's the doctor. But they had little to do with one another, so they all kept to themselves. They weren't. They didn't really know each other. They didn't really help each other. When the monks reached the foot of the mountain, the villagers disappeared into their houses. No one came to the gates to greet them. And when the people saw them enter the village, they closed their windows tight. Not a very welcoming neighborhood. The monks. I think they're just scared. Maybe the monks knocked on the door of the first house. There was no answer. Then the house went dark. They knocked on a second door, and the same thing happened. It happened again and again from one house to the next. So everyone was turning off their lights and not answering the door. These people do not know happiness, they all agreed. But today, said Sue, his face bright as the moon, we will show them how to make stone soup. They gathered twigs, branches, and made a fire. They placed a small tin pot on top and filled it with water from the village well. A brave little girl who had been watching came to them and said, What are you doing? she asked. We're gathering twigs, said Locke. We're making a fire, said Hawk. We're making stone soup and we need three round, smooth stones, said Sue. The little girl helped the monks look around the courtyard until they found just the right ones. Then they put them in the water to cook. These stones will make excellent soup, said said Sue. But this very small pot won't make much, I'm afraid. My mother has a bigger pot, says the girl. The little girl ran home, and she started to take the pot. Her mother asked her what she was doing. Three strangers are making soup from stones, she said. They need our biggest pot. Hmm, said the girl's mother. Stones are easy to come by. I'd like to learn how to do that. The monks poked the coals. As smoke drifted up, the neighbors peered from their windows. The fire in the large pot in the middle of the village was a true curiosity. One by one, the people of the village came out just to see what this stone soup was. Look, they're all looking at their windows. Of course, old-style stone soup should be well-seasoned with salt and pepper, said Hawk. That's true, said Locke, as he stirred the giant pot filled with water and stones. But we have none. I have some salt and pepper, said the scholar, his eyes big with curiosity. (coughs) Bless you. He disappeared and came back with salt and pepper and even a few other spices. Sue took a taste. 
The last time we had soup stones of this size and color, carrots made the broth very sweet. Carrots? said a woman from the back. Oh, I might have a few carrots, but just a few. And she ran off, but then she returned with as many carrots as she could carry and dropped them into the pot. Ah, she doesn't have a few. She has like a... He has a ton. Do you think it would taste better with onions, said Hawk. Oh, yes, maybe an onion would taste good, said a farmer, and he hurried off. He returned in a moment with five big onions, and he dropped them into the bubbling soup. Now that's a fine soup, he said. All the villagers nodded their heads, as the smell was very agreeable. Ah, but if we only had some mushrooms, said Sue, rubbing his chin. Several villagers licked their lips. A few dashed away and returned with fresh mushrooms, noodles, pea pods, and cabbages. Ooh, lots of things to put in the soup. Something magical began to happen among the villagers. As each person opened their heart to give, the next person gave even more. As this happened, the soup grew richer and smelled even more delicious. It's so nice that everybody's adding more ingredients to the soup one by one. I, I've, I've heard stone soup before. Yeah, me too. You know, like, like a villager and he, he arrived, I heard in homework, he arrived and he made some soup because all of the villagers were really rude and they didn't share anything, but then they started sharing a lot. And then another one was in those stories everywhere and it was a woman. Yeah, so there's different versions of this story. All right. And I think that this version takes, takes place in China. I imagine the emperor would suggest we add dumplings, said one villager, and bean curd, said another. How about cloud ear and mung beans and yams, cried some others, and taro root and winter melon and baby corn, cried other villagers. Garlic, ginger root, soy sauce, lily buds. I have some, I have some, people cried out. And off they ran, like all these people, returning with all they could carry. The monks stirred and the pot bubbled. How good it smelled, how good it would taste, how giving the villagers had become. Wow, look at this huge table. All the villagers are eating now. At last, the soup was ready. The villagers gathered together. They brought rice and steamed buns. They brought lychee nuts and sweet cakes. They brought tea to drink, and they lit lanterns. Everyone sat down to eat. They had not been together for a feast like this for as long as anyone could remember. After the banquet, they told stories, sang songs, and celebrated long until the night. I don't know. Ooh. Looks like there's a dragon in the story they're that's telling. That's Nian. That's Nian. Oh, maybe that's the lady that was in the Fly to the Moon. Oh, I don't know. Because she looks like that. Could be. Because that's Nian. That's, that's definitely Nian. <laughs> the dragon, yeah. And they lo- unlocked their doors and took the monks into their homes and gave them very comfortable places to sleep. In the gentle spring morning, everyone gathered together near the willows to say farewell. Thank you for having us as your guests, said the monks. You have been most generous. Thank you, said the villagers. With the gifts you have give, given, we will always have plenty. You have shown us that sharing makes us all richer. And to think, said the monks, to be happy is as simple as making stone soup. The end. That's a nice story about sharing and giving and doing something together to make something awesome. That little girl started it. She did, yeah. The end.